Praise God. Hallelujah. Come, let's stand one more time. Amen. Glory to God. I welcome those of you who are watching us across the world. We have a lot of people watching us online. And uh, if you would just tell us where you're from, I welcome you this morning. We are from the New York City, 10 minutes from Kennedy Airport. And uh, we would love to have you visit with us whenever you're here in New York. But a Merry Christmas to all of you. A merry, wonderful, blessed day in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. We have come to rejoice and to be glad in it. And uh, I know that a number of churches are closed today and they're doing their remote online. But Liberty, we like to keep the doors open. And uh, we're here to tell you that God is alive and well. And I'm glad to see all of you who have come out here today. Come on, give yourself a round of applause for coming out. To this wonderful day. It's good to see Sister Lisa Carbonara and the entire family. Welcome, welcome, Sister. God bless you. And good to see uh, Sister Amarita and uh, the entire family, her husband and the new baby. Come on, let's give them a round of applause. They're at the back there. Thank you very much. God bless you guys. And uh, I pray for Sister Khan especially this morning that God will give her a special miracle, a Christmas miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. May God bless and may God move in a special way. In Jesus' name, I have a message for you. And the message is, it, it's, 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 I want you to know that God is about to change you, but I want to speak on the day that changed the entire world. The day that changed the entire world. And uh, we're going to have a song. Uh, uh, Brother Mahadi will come. He has a, a uh, you want to say a word, a greeting? Come give him a mic. Amen. Praise the Lord. But those of you who are watching us, I want you to stay. And uh, amen. If you're listening to the message, confirm that the message is going to be, is, is coming true to you. Amen. Go ahead, Brother. Amen. Amen. Morning, church. It came upon me this morning to all the viewers and who are listening to me this morning. Christmas is not about just Christ coming and being happy and celebrating. Because two years I didn't celebrate Christmas without my son. And I rejoice. And I'm appealing to all who is hearing me. Forgive your children who make mistakes and accept them back today. Accept them. I plead to you. I beg you in the name of Jesus. There are many out there crying, many crying to come back home. This is my message. Come upon me to see you. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Glory to God. This is a time to, for family to come together, come back together. Amen. Let bygones be bygones. Amen. Let the past be the past. How many times are you going to keep the past in you? You got to let move on. Amen. Life is too short. Life is too short. I'm hearing about, oh, this one is dying. And people are dying now. Uh, all around in their 50s, in their 60s, it's too young. And, uh, but we are happy to be alive today, and we are smiling because God has smiled in us. Amen. Do you know God has smiled in you? For you to be a, a, alive and in church today, God has smiled in you. And uh, I, I want you to keep some noise, because here's what I want you to keep your noise. You're among the special people who are in church on Christmas Day. 
Come on, you need to keep some noise for that. That's a big thing. Some would like to make it, but they're sick. Some would like to be here, but they're not, they're not in tongue. And some would like to make it, but they're gone on to eternity. But you were able to be in 2022 on Christmas Day. Come on, that's enough to give God some praise. That's enough to lift his name up on high. Hallelujah. And it's, and it's enough for us to be like what the psalmist David says. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go in the house of God. We are in God's house. Amen. We're not in the rum house. We're not in the coffee house. We're not in the, uh, in, in the Duncan house. We're in God's house. And God's house is powerful, is wonderful, amen. Glory to God, hallelujah. I'm so happy to be in God's house. The man of God, uh, the man of God, uh, he um, give the scripture this morning. I want to lift up just one part of that in Luke chapter 2 and verses 10. Luke chapter 2 and verses 10. I want to lift that up this morning. And that is... Do not, then the angel said unto them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, how many of you know that whenever somebody is born, it's, it's the, 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 the choir that's singing is the baby crying. There's no host from heaven singing. But when baby Jesus was born, a great choir came down from heaven and says, they're singing glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards all men. Father, I thank you today that you are still bringing peace, goodwill towards all men. I thank you, God, that you're still touching us. And I pray that you'll continue to be with us on this Christmas day. On this Christmas day, there are people who are suffering. There are people who are in the hospital. On this Christmas day, there are people who are depressed and in dark despair. I pray that the light will shine upon them. And those who are listening to me, I pray that the anointing light of God will come upon you. You may have, you may have gotten awake this morning feeling down. But I pray that the Holy Spirit and the Word of God will bring you up and will lift you up permanently. I pray that between these days, between now and the end of the year, that you would look to the hills from whence cometh your help, your help cometh from the Lord that made heaven and earth. And I pray that the Holy Ghost will come with fire. And I pray that a spirit of joy will take you over. Stop looking at the bad things of life and start looking at the good things of life. For there is good in life. And so I pray today that you will help us as we speak this word. 
this day that changed the world. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. And the church say, and the church say, and the church say, you may be seated, amen. You know, many people have been born in this world. A lot of people today, we have 8 billion people in the world. 8 billion have been born sometime within the last uh, minute to the last 100 years, last 80 years. And before that, many billions were born too. Many have braved the their travails and their difficulties. And you have men like Martin Luther King. You have people like Nelson Mandela who have changed the world. You have people like great presidents and kings who have turned lives around and shifted people. But there's one baby that was born 2,000 years ago who changed the trajectory of history whose life in a manger his presence in a stable brought hope to a world that 2,000 years ago but brought hope 2,000 years later his life lives on for there is no other life that has ever been born in this world nor would ever be born like the baby Jesus Christ who was born in a manger. He left the splendors of heaven and he left the glory that was embedded upon him from time and eternity. And he left it all to give it up so that he could walk among humanity, suffer like us, bleed like us, cry like us, suffer like us. He did not have to do it, but he did it so the world could be changed. When the first Adam came and God placed Adam and Eve in the garden, that first Adam, he lived with his wife, but then the serpent came and tempted them and they fell. And God's plan had seemed like it was going down the wire. But God will always have the last word. God's denial is not his denial. Come, I need the church to shout hallelujah. You guys give me a little bit more in the background. I need the church to shout hallelujah. When it seems dark, it is not dark. Adam fell, but God had a plan. For in Genesis chapter 3 and verses 15, it says, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise his head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. He was saying, though man fell, yet I have a plan to bring man up. Though it seems dark on one end, God still has a plan to bring you up on the other hand. I came to tell you about your life today. And one day, 
it may seem, give me a little bit more in the mic. One day it may seem like if it is dung in the dumps. Another time it may seem like if everybody is against you. Another time it may seem like if life is pressing you down. But hold on my child, joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You do not have to live in the dumps. You do not have to live in the darkness. You do not have to live in despair. There is hope in Jesus Christ. There is a light called Jesus Christ. He is the greatest light of this world. He is the good shepherd. If you're hungry, he is the great giver of life. If you're thirsty, he's the great giver of your thirst quencher. If you're dark, he is the light giver. If you're done, he is the upper giver. He will take care of you when you could not take care of yourself. There's a song that says, he came to me when I could not go to him. And many times over the past two, three years in this moment when the whole world has been shifted and there came a time when the world itself did not know what was going to do. You remember the days when we ourselves did not know if we we're going to live because the COVID was hitting left, right, and center. But my God, he has kept us alive today. And he kept us alive because our life is in the hand of the baby Jesus who changed the world. If it wasn't for him, we would not be alive today. I don't know about you, but I thank God through Jesus Christ that I'm alive and well because of Jesus Christ. It is not because of the doctors. It is not because of the tablets. It is not because of high medicine. It's because of Jesus Christ. It is because he covers me with his blood and his presence. I want you to know that Number one, there is an eliminating fear. Will, eliminating fear will, will make you hear things and give you great joy. Uh, the scripture says in, ch in chapter 2, as you put it up there in verses 10, the angel said, fear not. For you to get the next level, First, eliminate fear. Don't try to go to the next level if you have fear. For God says through the word in Timothy, for he has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When you eliminate fear, you open up three things in your life. Tell your neighbor, three things are about to be opened up. When I move fear out of my life, I got three things that comes upon me. Many of you are trying to fix your brain. Many of you are trying to fix your body. Many of you are trying to fix the things that surround you. But now the number one thing to unleash and unlock the things that God has for you, he says, take fear away. Fear thou not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen you. Yea, I will 
help you. I will uphold you with the right hand of your righteousness. All these scriptures I'm quoting says first, take fear away. You can't jump to the second thing and the third thing and you still got fear. You're still worried about who's after you. Let me tell you a little secret. People are going to come after you. Stop worrying about who's coming after you. Let God take care of all of that. You're worried about who's after you. Stand your ground and let God take care of your enemies. You've been trying to take care of your enemies, but let God take care of your enemies. You've been trying to take care of stuff. Let God take care of stuff. He says in verses 10, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Because I'm about to open up some good things for you. Fear not, for I'm about to make this Christmas your best Christmas. Fear not. Don't worry about tomorrow. I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Fear not, fear not, fear not. Fear not about the, 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 the tax collector, but God will take care of that. Fear not about the rent collector. God is going to take care of that. Fear not about the bill collector. God is going to take care of that. A lot of us, we don't like to answer our phones because it's the bill man calling. Fear thou not. Don't fear anything. Fear not. Amen. Let the devil know you can't hold on me. Let the enemy know you can't stress me. Let the enemy know you can't overcome me. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Shout to your neighbor and say, fear not, neighbor. Because when I fear not, a lot of things are opening up in my life. You see, it's not only about putting fear off. It's when you put fear off, what's about to jump instead of fear. The reason why many don't have joy, the reason why many do not have good tidings, the reason why many are always pessimistic and dark in their spirit is that fear has occupied everything. God wants to throw joy in your life, but when he tries to throw it, you got fear bouncing it off. You got worry bouncing it off. You got trepidation bouncing it off. You got darkness bouncing it off. Empty yourself this morning. Somebody shout, I need to empty myself. I want to empty myself over everything that will cause me to not have the maximum relationship with Almighty God. When the baby Jesus came to the manger, he changed the world by having angels announce to the world, fear not. This announcement was on was not only was not on CNN, it was not on BBC, it was not on CBS, it was on the annals of the history books uh, that says it's fear not 2,000 years ago, it's fear not 1,000 years ago, and it's fear not 2,000 years later, fear thou not. When you fear not, here's what he says. You're going to start hearing some good things. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings. Let's go to good tidings, number one. He says, I'm about to bring you good tidings. So fear is the door that stops good tidings. Fear is the door that shuts you off 
from hearing the good news. Good tidings means good news. What news are you carrying to your neighbor? What news are you carrying today when you leave here and you call somebody up and you say Merry Christmas, then you say, but girl, boy, you know how things are. You are closing off good tidings. I want you when you call your mama today and when you call your uncle today and when you call your family today, don't dwell on the bad things of life. I want you to open up good tidings. Come on. He says, fear not for behold, I bring you good tidings. If he brings you good tidings, you must be a carrier of good tidings. Don't let the good tidings come from heaven and leave there. Let the good tidings spread among you. Let the good times roar. Let the good times roll. Amen. You must be able to be a carrier of good tidings. Uh, when last have you, have you really spoken to somebody and told them how good things are? How good things are. You said, Pastor, you don't understand. Things are really bad with me. I, I, I wanted a motor car by this time, and I couldn't get the car. I wanted a house this, this time, and I couldn't. Pastor, you don't know how bad things are. Well, let me tell you your problem. You raised the bar too high, and it came down too low, and between the high bar and where you came is what you call anxiety, stress, and depression. Lower your bar and give good tidings to God. Bring down your expectation and God will bless you. And you say little is much when God is in it. I didn't have a motor car, but I got two feet to walk. Because two people, some people don't have two feet to walk. I got a voice to worship and I got a hands to praise him. So I'm going to thank him for what he has done. I'm going to be a purveyor of good tidings. I'm not going to tell you how bad the world is. I'm going to tell you how good he is. I'm not going to tell you about the news I'm hearing on the news. I'm going to tell you how good he is. For his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. My God is good all the time. He woke me up this morning. He gave me strength. He's going to later on give me some pepper pot and some bread and some coffee and some donuts and some whatever. My God is good all the time. He's so good that he, he's going to bless me with some black cake. He's going to bless me with some fruit cake. He's going to bless me with some sour drinks. He's going to bless me with some mobby. He's going to bless me with all. I am blessed, 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 blessed. Hallelujah. I came to preach blessings to you. I came to preach joy to you. I came to preach good tidings to you. When fear leaves you, somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. When fear leaves you, good tidings comes upon you. The problem with us is not that good tidings ain't coming upon us. It's fear is stopping it. Open up your life to the good things of life. Let the good times roll again. Let the good times come upon your life. I got a hundred things I can complain about today. 
I got a hundred things I can get sorry about. I got a hundred things I can get bitter about. But I refuse to let bitterness and fear be in my, be the front door of my life. The front door of my life is good tidings. And not only good tidings, great joy. He's not only going to give me good tidings when I remove fear, he's going to give me joy. And this kind of joy is great joy. Great joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Joy that the world didn't give it to you, nor the world can't take it away. They ask you why it is you're so happy. They ask you why it is you're still enjoying life. It is not the world that's given it to you because your neighbor is looking for the world to give it to you. Your neighbor is looking for the world to give them a Mercedes. Your neighbor is looking for the world to give them a house. Your neighbor is looking for the world to give them the next level job. But you, you are looking to God for your source of strength. Your source of strength comes from heaven. And because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. I remove fear, good tidings come. I remove fear, great joy come. I remove fear, I have a smile in my face again. I remove fear, I'm able to shout, jump, run, and say hallelujah anyhow. Never let your problems get you down. When life trouble comes your way, hold your hand up high and say hallelujah anyhow. Somebody shout hallelujah anyhow. Hallelujah anyhow. Praise the Lord anyhow. We live by faith and not by sight. We don't live by the world's economy. We live by God's economy. The man, the man in the street who lives by the world's economy is always checking his bank account. The world, the world who looks at my, the, the world's economy is always checking his stock account. The world who looks by the man's economy is always checking his assets. But you live by faith and not by sight. Look what God has done for you. If you check what God has done for you, you have more now than you ever had before. But because we always like to want more, want more, we always want more. Stop and smell the roses. God has been too good to you for you to complain. You could have been somewhere else, but God saved you for a time such as this. You knew that when you were walking down the road and crossing the street, if it wasn't for an angel that snatched you in the nick of time and moved you away from that speeding car or that truck, you would not be here today. Thank God for the things that matters. Had it not been for God, you would have been in depression and darkness. They told you that you are mad and you won't make it, but you're still standing praising God while the rest of them are bitter and are, and are sour and are depressed. You are able to stand up and give God a shout and give God a praise and give him a worship. Somebody shout hallelujah.
I think about Sister Rishma's mom. Is she here today? But, 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 Sister Rishma's mom, she suffered with a kidney trouble. But in the midst of her kidney trouble, and we prayed for a miracle, she still comes to church in the middle of her kidney trouble, and God will do a miracle over her. She could have stayed home and say, enough is enough. I don't know what's going to happen, but God is going to see her faithfulness and do a miracle upon her life. I think about Sister Khan. If she could have made it, she would have made it, but she's watching somewhere. Her faithfulness, God's going to heal her and create and give her a new life in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. Stop complaining. God has a blessing in store for you. Great joy, good tidings. Great joy and good tidings. The number two thing that he changed the world with is eliminating fear from your life. If you, if you, intentionally say God do it it doesn't happen naturally fear is a natural seating serpent that will be insidiously cutting away at your life and if you do not stand up against fear fear will eat you fear will destroy you fear will take you to your grave why you think people have heart attacks heart attacks comes because of fear I'm not saying if you have a heart attack is because you have fear. I'm saying the stress of fear continues to build up the calcium and the blockages so that you can't even, you can't breathe well. Relax. God is too good to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, relax. Hallelujah. So number one, when he changed the world, eliminating fear will make you hear good things see good things, speak good things, and experience good things. Can anybody intentionally say, count me in from now to the end of this year, which is only a few days, and in 2023, I remove fear out of my door, and I open up to hear good things, see good things, smell good things, live in good things, I don't want to live in despair anymore. I am now on the mountaintop. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a song. Maybe we need to sing it there about the mountain. Isn't there a mountain, Carol? Huh? Mountain still be removed? Go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> Go tell it on the mountain. Mother, I'm a go. I'm, I'm, uh, Y'all don't hold me back. I'm going to my mountain. Hallelujah. I'm running up to my mountain because down here is too much fear. I'm running to the mountain. Go tell it on the mountains, over the hills, and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that brings me to my second second reason why he changed the world. Number one, eliminated fear. Number two, declaring that Jesus is the Lord. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Verses 11. We go over this and we, we, we jive over this. But this was a emphatic declaration, theological, not a theological manual, but those big words, it, 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 it controls my tongue. It's a theological construct of the exegetical, scriptural, 
Revelation, hallelujah, verses 10, verses 11, for unto you is born this day in the city of David. Now, city of David is very, very historical, but connected to where Jesus came from. Jesus came out from the lion of the tribe of Judah through the lineage of of David and true if you look at book of Matthew chapter 1 there are there are three 14 generations from the time of, of, of Abraham right down and and that's another message for for me to explain that but true this this in this little verse lies a theological construct that religions want to argue about that the philosophers want to talk about and it says unto you is born this day in the city of David a connection to the inheritance that will come through the lineage of David a savior you don't announce everybody to be a savior you say a baby a handsome boy a a uh, a pretty well we're talking about boys <laughs> a pretty a, a, a handsome prince a, a a royal prince you can say even a royal a prince but when you say a savior what that did was bore the devil and the devil could not handle what the angel was saying there for a little baby boy laying in a manger an angel says a savior and when the devil heard that he got mad in the halls of hell and he says who is them to say that little baby was going to become a savior and the devil will try to kill steal and destroy for he used Herod to try to find that baby boy. But how many of you know that when God is for you, who can be against you? I don't care if you can't defend yourself. God will send angels to defend you. That little baby boy was the savior of the world. He brought life to the world. People don't know. But through your life, there's power. People don't know you may seem insignificant, but with God, you are very significant. People don't know why it is you are able to overcome all of the difficulties of life and you're still standing and you're still praising. Just like Jesus, they tried to kill him. Just like Jesus, they'll try to kill you. But if you know who Jesus is, he'll put a blood covering around. Hey, I feel that presence of God upon somebody. He'll put a covering upon you. He'll make demons tremble because of what you have inside of you. Because you call on the name of Jesus in the darkest of the night when everybody else has forsaken you. He will never forsake you because he has protected you. And there is a power that he has given given you that nobody can take away you don't know you got power I came to tell you you got power you don't know that you got power he says before you were born I know you and I have plans for you plans that are good plans 
that will overcome. Plans that will make you, make people want to know who you are. He wrote the plans about you. Don't be surprised why it is that out of five people going for the job, they pick you out. Don't be surprised for 10 people trying to build, uh, trying to buy that house, you got the less money that you end up having the house. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. When I was buying my house over 15, 18 years ago, I had the least money out of four or five people trying to get that home. They said they got more money to put down. They said they got everything all lined up. Bank lined up, mortgage lined up, paper lined up, this lined up, lens lined up. But what is for you, God is going to give it to you. And I told my wife, my wife was going looking for places all over and God bless my wife. Amen. She's a wonderful woman. Amen. First Lady Rachel, I love you. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Now, but I saw this one. I says, we got it. I, I went and I saw this. I says to my wife, I says, I believe God's going to give this to us. But I didn't have all the money. But I says, God, if you're going to give it to us, you're going to blind the eyes. Not literally blind the eyes, but you're going to blind the eyes of all those paperwork for everybody who has more money than me and more papers than me. You're going to give it to me. And it just took one visit to the man who owned the place. And he turned to my, my wife and she says, I, he says, I like you all. I like your children. I think that time Jonathan was the big boy. Yeah, Jonathan is little, still is the big boy. <laughs> and we had, Joel was just getting born and, and Jeremy was there in the middle. He says, these boys are so nice, so handsome, so sweet. I want to give you the house. He says, we're not going to give it to the rest of the people. We're going to give it to you. When your light shines, a stranger will pick up what is inside of you. Come on, somebody. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. You may not have all that you need to have, but when my father connects to you, my father is a multimillionaire. He will make your smile, and he will go before you and prepare a way for you. You're not down, you're up. And he's declaring, for unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. When Jesus, when, when, the, when the Bible says something and heaven proclaims something, when it is said today, it will happen. He the, the angel proclaimed it 33 years early. 33 years early about a Savior. Many of you can't even wait 33 days. Many of us can't even wait 33 hours, much less 33 years. Wait on the Lord. For when the announcement was made, it was 33 years later that the Savior came forth on the cross of Calvary. You may not be revealed in what God has called you for, but God is hiding you. As a matter of fact, I'm preparing a message. I, be, I believe that's the message. God hid you 
so that he can protect you. Come on. I, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you too much. God hid you so he can protect you. Some of you don't know why it is you were in the backside. I believe that's the message God's given me for your years. I don't know. Don't hold it to me. But oh, you don't understand. God, God's going to hide you for 30 years. He's going to hide you for five years. But hold on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night. Hold on. A Savior. A Savior is born in Bethlehem. And then listen to this. Another theological construct. It messed up the devils. A Savior is born never before, which is Christ. Now it's one thing to say he is Jesus Christ. It's one thing to say Joe Prasad. It's one thing to say Mahesh Singh. But now it is Jesus Christ. The Lord, come on, he is Lord. He is risen from the dead and he is Lord. You can call somebody by the name, but when you put the title Lord, there comes a something about it that heaven has to have a stamp upon it. You can never, you can never call no Pope, Pope the Lord. Wherever Pope is, brother Pope, hello. Merry Christmas. Don't mean anything, but you're not, you're not the Lord. <laughs> hey, you can't call no big bishop, bishop so, 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 the Lord. You can't call no big apostle, apostle so, 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 the Lord. You can't call no big pastor, I don't care if it's T.D. Jakes, if it's Joe Passat, if it's Joe Last. you can't call the Lord. There is only one Lord. There is only one Lord. <laughs> Hey, he is risen from the dead and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Therefore God had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that every knee shall bow in heaven and earth and those under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Somebody need to know he will take all the glory, all the praise, all the honor. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead. He is Lord. Somebody shout he is Lord. He's Lord over my life. He's Lord over my children. He's Lord over my health. He's Lord over my church. He's Lord over my money. He's Lord over my job. He's Lord over my wife, over my husband, over my children. He's Lord over everything. I don't own nothing. He owns it all. He's Lord. Anybody who tries to get bigger than their breeches, bigger than for their pants, bigger than their ego, bigger than who they're supposed to be, remind them, you ain't nobody. Jesus is Lord. Calm down. Rest yourself. Relax. 
let go and let God have his way let me stand back and let him be increased if I be lifted up I will draw all men unto me smile raise your hands and say Jesus is Lord somebody say Jesus is Lord what does it mean that Jesus is Lord it means Jesus to be the Lord of your life means that he is the ruler it means that he is the boss it means that he's the master of your whole life he cannot be Lord over part he must be given full control over your life all to Jesus I surrender all to him I freely give I give him my all I give him my life I give him my background my foreground my present ground I am nothing but flesh and blood but he paid a debt I could not pay I owed a debt I could not pay but he paid it all all the way to Calvary he went for me he went for me somebody need to shout oh I need to finish oh I need to finish somebody shout amen finish pastor finish <laughs> I know the pepper pot is under the soul I know the black cake is simmering but this is too sweet for us to lose Jesus is Lord Jesus is Lord listen you can't control your, your kids totally they got their own mind a mind of their own but train up a child in the way he should go and when they're old they will not depart from it but listen when they become big don't lose your sleep don't lose weight don't give up life they're going to choose the path that they must choose Jesus is Lord not only over you but that child you prayed over that child when they were small Jesus is Lord over that child relax yourself stand back let God arise and let his enemies be scattered don't take on your children your children will run you to the grave stand back and let God take care of them ever so often when you get them put them to sit down and say Jesus is Lord I want you to know that I love you I want you to know I'll never back be, I'll never leave you nor forsake you meaning that don't ever cut yourself off from your children they came out from you God loves them if he cut himself away from you where would you be stay loving your children oh I don't know why I'm saying this but some people believe that if your children don't follow everything you want you want nothing to do with them well let me tell you some of us have been prodigal sons and daughters over the years but we came back to God and if people had destroyed us and set us aside where would we have been but he gave us a second chance I know that boy might be on drugs but God is the Lord and in the night that boy 
is going to hear from the Holy Spirit. May not hear you, but hear from the Holy Spirit. You pray to the Holy Spirit for the boy. Let the Holy Spirit deal with the boy. Am I speaking to somebody here? Relax and let joy come back in your life. Relax and let the greatness of God imbued you. You are better than this. You are called to serve humanity in the moment. Your life is too short for you to worry about it today. Let me go to the final thing. At his birth, there was a declaration. There was elimination of fear. If you want to take it, that, let me just say this. When the angels declared, fear not, it was a declaration, Minister Imran, of a, of a millennium historical 2,000 year declaration. The world, fear not. If you open your heart and open your hands, that declaration will come upon you. If you close your heart and you close your mind, fear will hold you. But if you open it up, that declaration made by Angel Gabriel, world, fear not. It's a voice that continues to sound in the annals of history along the timeline of history connecting from a thousand to two thousand years and today angel gabriel rings in liberty fear not come on it rings here fear not and as you fear not the last thing will happen to you as he declares jesus is lord the last thing happened that changed the world that day. It was a heavenly choir worshiping from heaven at his birth. Never before in the history of anybody's life was a choir coming down from heaven singing about a baby born in a manger. Never in the past history did God send angels to sing from a choir from that meant Herod was watching and he heard the voice of the singing. They can hear it, but when God protects you, they can't find you. Because Herod was listening on, where's the song coming from? I got to send somebody to find that baby boy. But in the midst of the proclamation from heaven comes protection. Not only is there proclamation, but there comes protection. When he speaks over your life, he proclaims over you and he protects you. And not only he proclaims, not only he protects, but he purifies everything that you have that is bad and unjust. You ask him to come into your life, he will forgive you and he will save you. Bible says in verses 9, 13, we can put it up there. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts a multitude wasn't no 10-person choir. It was thousands came down, heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, verdict verse, glory to God, verse 13, in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. They were, they were releasing 
glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill towards men I don't have the time to exegetically explain this but this is a powerful scripture that was made and continues to ring among our hearts we sing glory to God for it is when you give God the highest glory then peace comes upon the earth show me somebody who is not peaceful and I'll show you somebody who is not a worshiper come on can I go a little deeper y'all clap a little bit because I'm about to tell you something show me somebody who's bitter and I'll show you somebody who's not a worshiper show me somebody who has no goodwill towards all men and I'll show you somebody who doesn't like to worship God for you to open up the peace and the goodwill towards all men you first need to glorify God in the highest come on are you guys ready for me are you guys ready to what I'm about to say if you don't glorify God in the highest your, your, your rocks will cry out for you if you don't glorify God in the highest then your, 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 your blessing is going to be snuffed out from you you got to glorify God that's why when you come into this house don't remain silent lift your hands shout to the Lord worship him don't worry about who is looking at you don't worry about what clothes you got on just worship him just lift your voice up just let the music imbued with you and the song get into your spirit and the worship of God take a hold of you for he inhabits the praises of his people for when you glorify God in the highest peace comes upon your church peace comes upon your your hope peace comes upon your mind peace oh come on somebody a lot of you are looking for peace in the wrong place many of you are looking for peace from your husband and your husband is a good man but your husband cannot give you peace many of you are looking for peace from your wife your wife is a good woman but peace doesn't come from your wife many of you are looking for a little bonus from your boss but the bonus will not bring peace in your life some of you are looking for some black cake from some friends but they didn't bake it for you this year and so you little vex peace ain't gonna come from nobody kicking you black cake peace comes from you glorifying God stand to your feet and worshiping God and giving him praise and giving him glory and giving him honor and lifting up a name come on lift his name go like this go like this oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh, glory to God in the highest somebody shout glory to God in the highest glory to God in the highest glory to God in the highest oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah come on now For when I have glory to God in the highest, devils has to leave, demons have to tremble, enemies have to run away because they cannot stand when I praise Him. Excuse me, I need to praise my God 
excuse me, I need to worship my God. If a multitude from the heavenly host could glorify God, who am I that I cannot glorify him? I need to shout. I need you to shout and glorify him and praise him. Hallelujah. And lift him up. As a matter of fact, he says, glory to God in the highest and on earth. He's now sending a blessing on earth. Somebody said, that's for me. That's for my home and on earth. Peace. Number one, I want some peace of mind. I want some peace in my spirit. I want some peace in my home. I want some peace in my job. I want peace like a river. I want joy like a fountain. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Hallelujah. time your wife tried to quarrel with you next time your husband tried to quarrel with you next time your children try to dishonor you next time your boss tried to disrespect you start to glorify God in the highest Hallelujah. because when I glorify God in the highest peace will come on earth Shout hallelujah. I hallelujah. glorify God. I need here to glorify God. I need here to glorify God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the church to glorify God. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. On earth. He now, he now sends something from heaven to earth. Y'all been praying to all kinds of prayer, but this prayer is coming upon you. It was released 2,000 years ago. How many of you know prayers continue to be in the atmosphere? This prayer did not come from a man. This prayer come from angelic hosts. And when angels release prayers, it stays in the atmosphere. That atmosphere, I pray in the name of Jesus, the same atmosphere that says glory to God in the highest and, and peace on earth is now moving from Jerusalem. It's flying at, 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 at speed of light and it's hitting by Kennedy. Somebody says, coming is coming is coming. Hey, I feel it down Rockaway. Come on, somebody. I feel it coming down 98th Street. Yeah. I feel it coming through the door. Come in, come in, come in. Come I feel it coming into the house of God. Yeah. It was declared 2,000 years. It's now here. Glory to God in the highest. Somebody. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a bonus for you. Somebody shout bonus. Boy. About three or four or five verses down, there is a lesson about life that right there after the angels sang, and the scripture says, and Mary pondered these things in her heart, and she said not a word. For there was Mary who gave birth to a boy sitting in a manger, 
husband never had relations with her. She was conceived by the Holy Ghost. And she, can you imagine? She's trying to take this in. And she's sitting there filled with the Holy Ghost. And the baby is in front of her. And wise men are coming. And angels are coming. And shepherds are coming. And the star is over there. And the choir is singing. And the Bible says, And Mary pondered these things in her heart. I came to tell you that if you're going to keep your peace, you don't have to say everything in your mouth. Your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Y'all don't want to hear from me. Your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Mary, she zipped her mouth. She kept quiet. She didn't want to lose her salvation. She says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And I am going to let the spirit of God just rest upon me. Not everything you know, you're going to say it. Do you know how much secrets I know about people? I never want to say it. I got to go to my grave with it. It is called a ministerial fiduciary expectation. Y'all got big words. Check it up. You got to keep your mouth quiet. And let God arise. And let his enemies be scattered. Listen, y'all close off the shop. Put it up there. Verses 19 and we close verses 19 Luke 2 and 19 because people need to go home and read it but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart another time when you have house quarrel keep it in your heart don't keep bitterness just keep sweetness smile and do like the story give me a cup of water you drink it, but don't swallow it. Keep it in your mouth. Don't say a word. Ponder these things. A Merry Christmas to all of you. A blessed day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Come on, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sing a song, sing a song. Shout, come on. Go tell it on the mountain. We're going to sing that just go, go tell it on the mountains. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is wrong. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain.
going to give an offering, but before we do that, I want to remind you about the upcoming services this weekend. At 9.30, uh, put that flyer up. They tried to make that, but that's not exactly what we want, but put that up. Watch night service, the old, old one. We have crossover, old year's night. You can put that up. I just sent another one. But 9.30 on Saturday night, we want to invite you all to, they call it watch night service, but it's old year's night service crossover. 9.30, it's going to be an awesome time. You talk about coming with this message that you heard today. I want you to come with, with that spirit on Saturday night. And I want you to come expecting a great thing. Invite uh, uh, some of the men and the women of the church, Brother Suraj, Jonathan, and a few of the staff. They've put together T-shirts for everyone uh, as a gift. And I have a letter that I wrote to you regarding the church, as a state of the church. 2023, I want you to believe it with me. We will double this church. Amen. We will have two services. Our television stations are expanding. People are calling. I'm literally calling. Can we put you on television all across the world? We've never had that before. Something is happening here. And I want you to, I want you to treat it with, with the Spirit of God. There's something unusual happening in this place. And I don't know how long God will have me lead this. One day I have to step aside. But until I'm here, I want to lead with strength, with courage. I want to do my best. Not for personal gain, but for the kingdom to expand. And I need you to hold my hand. I need you to be with me. Say, Pastor, we're going to do this. You can't do this alone. We're going to do this with you. Don't join in only when there is success. There's going to be some times of failure. Sometimes when it seems what's going to happen, that's the time you need to pray. And we need to say it's only a little setback. For every setback is a setup for a comeback. And I am so optimistic and confident that the good work that God has started, he's going to complete. And 2023 is going to see these places burst open with people like never before. Somebody just called me. You had these visions before. Somebody called me. He says, Pastor, I'm seeing visions of you. This is in another country in Europe. He said, I'm seeing visions. I'm seeing thousands of people trying to get into this place. He just called me the other day. People seeing visions outside. I want you to see visions inside. I want you to grab a hold of what God is doing. Something great is happening here. We just had another promoter of our social media. They're going to carry our services 500 live, 1,000 people live into the thousands. Never before in any local church is this happening. God's about to do something. And these are people just coming. We want to spread this word. You get excited inside here. And don't let the outside people get more excited than you. We got a good work. Let's hold hands together and fight it together in the mighty name of Jesus. I want you to give to God. Amen. And uh, I want to see you on Sunday, on, on Saturday night. And then, those of us who are able, I'll be here. Our team will be here. Right, team? <laughs> they never leave. You know... This team, amen, a good bunch of them, most of them who are here, 
stayed throughout the entire pandemic. I never forget that. I never forget that. Nobody here, but they would come and they would play and minister around would sing. We couldn't see a crowd, but we know that there was more with us than we with them. And it's because of that, God is blessing this church today. Amen. So whatever we put our hands to, we can turn back. It's blessed and highly favored. Amen. You're going to come and, and they're going to sing Go Tell in the Mountains. Then they're going to sing Feliz Navidad. And we're going to end this with a good service. Am I missing anything? Oh, the visitors. Who's here for the first time? Amen. Who's here for the first, second time? Just raise your hands. We welcome you. We welcome you. Anyone here? Are, are, you, are you here for the second time? Are you here for the third time? Amen. Second time somebody's standing. Amen. Second at, at the back, at the back. Amen. You'll get the ushers get to them. Amen. Standing. Is that Timothy? Yeah, raise your hand, Timothy. Timothy, brother Timothy. Yeah, raise your hand. All the way from Pennsylvania. Who else is visiting with us today? All over. Amen. I'm so happy to have all of you. It's so wonderful. There are three ways of giving. Give your tights today. I want you to give a good Christmas offering. You can give by check or by cash. Write your name on it. Listen, today and Saturday are the last days for you to give so that you can reflect it in your giving when if you want to make your, your, your contribution and advise the IRS. So today and Saturday. So double up today, double up Saturday. And Saturday, I want you to come with an offering. It's, we're, we're hitting 2023. I want everybody to come with a $23 offering. Is, there, is this a gimmick? No, it's not a gimmick. I'm not promising you anything. But come doing something as you end, as you cross over. A $23. Some of you may give $2,023. You don't know. You never know. But at least a $23 offering gift to God this coming Saturday. I want you to lift your offering before God. Lift it before God. In the mighty name of Jesus. And if you are not here, I want to encourage people to go to our, to our website, Subsplash. It's all privacy connected. We do not have any information personally of your credit cards. It goes to a vendor who is secured in cyber security so they know that. And, and, and they don't even have access to it. It's all grappled with privacy. So you can give from debit and credit there, or you go to Cash App and give. I want you to give a good offering to God. Those who are watching us, you can give by Cash App, Liberty Church, L-I-B-E-R-T-Y-C-H is the call number on Cash App. Or go to our website. They have it up there, the three ways, Liberty Church NY. Go to Donate, Liberty Church NY. Go to Donate, and you can give there in the name of Jesus. Lift your offerings in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare over you an Abrahamic blessing in the mighty name of Jesus that as you end this year on this Christmas day, say it together, on this Christmas day, I celebrate you by giving to you. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray blessings over you. I pray protection over you. I pray a beautiful day. A Merry Christmas to all of you. May God bless you richly. May his face shine upon you. I love you. Thank you so much for being with us. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday night. God bless you. Go ahead. Go.
Standing on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Oh. 